Welcome to Holy Crap. We are Amanda and Matilda, best friends from Stockholm, Sweden, where we work as holistic coaches, healers, and founders of Sweden's largest conscious community, Holy Crap. We have always had a deep desire to explore the world, while in recent years we have come to develop a respect and appreciation for the wisdom of our Nordic culture with our connection to nature, homes, and a strong work-life balance. And now we feel excited to share this medicine with the world. In this podcast, we invite you to join us in conversations where we delve into life's deeper layers within spirituality and holistic health, combined with interviews with guests from around the world. You can find us on Instagram, Holocrap Official, and all of our retreats, events, and courses at holocrapco.com. Välkommen! Hi and welcome to a new episode of Holy Crap Podcast. Welcome, this is Amanda and Matilda calling in from, uh, I'm in Bali. Yeah, and I'm in Stockholm. And you have, what do you have, like 35 degrees and I have minus 15 degrees right now. That's the difference. This is the interesting part. I'm going to go back home in two weeks and I'm going to go like it's going to be like a 55 degrees difference in yeah, in temperature. Mm. It's going to be interesting. That's crazy. Cray cray. Yeah, like in the beginning when we said I have a I have had a question when you say podcast, if you say podcast or podcast, is it just like a uh, is it just like English English or American English? I don't know. It's like it's you want to say podcast, podcast? yeah. Pod- but I think that's a Swedish. I think that's a Swedish dialect thing. Or uh, like podcast. UK. At least podcast is American. But I think podcast to me, it's not like it's supernatural to say. No podcast. I want to say podcast, podcast. And but if you think of British people, do they say podcast, 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 Pod- podcast. podcast? Yeah, they say podcast. Podcast. Okay. And we have a I mean in school we are teached like the UK English, but both of us have been living in the US, so I think we have a lot of influences from the US when we speak. Yes. So how are you today? Mm, I'm good. Um yesterday I had like um such a headache because I have been off work or for almost five weeks and we had August home from preschool for five weeks. And that has been so intense because um, I don't know if if we talked about our human design, but I'm a projector and my husband and my son are manifesting generators and um, they have a hell of a speed at home. (laughs) So I feel that I have not been able to refill my my own needs for five weeks. So for the last Mm -hmm. week of... um, of being off on vacation, I was feeling so, 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 so tired and so exhausted. And this was just also a reminder for me how important it is to always fill up your own cup uh, because I have Mm -hmm. that as an intention for the year. And um, I have really been shown (laughs) the hard way what happens if you don't fill up your cup. So my husband told me the other day, I think you you are burned out. I think you you need to rest. I think you have to cut off your job or something because you're walking here as a zombie and I can see that you're not feeling well. 
And it's so interesting because mm. we we have talked recently about intentions because it, it's a new year and a lot of people have uh, set intentions for 2024. And I have been shown and have seen among my friends that immediately when you set a new intention, the energy will start working immediately and want to shed and clear out what's stopping you from fulfilling that intention. So I have mm. really been shown the hard way of how I'm not supposed to be living. So it's so interesting. So yesterday I I went uh, three o'clock in the afternoon. I went to a spa here in Stockholm and I was there for three hours and then I had dinner with friends. Uh, but I mean, after 30 minutes at the spa, I got the worst headache ever it was like my body just you know relaxed and all the tensions all the stress I have been carrying were just like bouncing in my system so the headache didn't want to just uh, go away so I had I'm I woke up this morning still with a little bit of headache so it feels like uh, I have such a hangover today just because I mm. let my system and my body relaxed yesterday so it's so interesting Wow. Were you able to relax in the spa or were you like becoming restless? Because I know you <laughs> have a tendency to be restless, like in a very easy way. Yeah, so mm, both. Uh, I think I, I was swimming and floating in the pool and uh, I was reading and went to the sauna. So I could relax, but, but then this spa, um, the people going to this spa... It's not like the, the nicest energy there. You have been there as well. Uh, so I think I had a hard time also to relax, but still I could relax. And that's why I got the headache and, and so on afterwards. But it was nice. Yeah. And then we had like this dinner with my uh, yeah with our friends. And that was just amazing to just refill my cup. So when I got home, I told my husband like, I'm such an extroverted person because I get so much energy <laughs> from hanging out with people I love. Uh, so I felt like this high when I when I came home. Mm. Oh, that's nice. I saw an Instagram story of you just shining so bright. <laughs> like you looked so happy when you were with the friends. Like it was like you were a center of attention. Like everyone was looking, you know, it was like a very, I, I got so happy just by seeing you in the video. I was so happy after five weeks being with my family to just uh, finally meet some of my like-minded friends so yeah it was yeah it was so nice um mm, how are you feeling i just wanted to comment because it's so interesting the fact you went to a spa uh, in stockholm we have very different city places in the city with very different energy and every time i go to the like the place where you went which is Östermalm for those of you who live in Stockholm or know Stockholm uh, it's a very heady part of the city um, and where we live is a bit more in, a bit more in the body I mean it's still Sweden in general is very heady um, but that part of the city is like very a lot about money uh, status um, it's a lot of like dense energy and a lot of like insecurities in the energy you can really feel it and yeah. abs you absorb and this mm. I was thinking, though, do you think it's because when we have entered, like when we've been there, like in our younger days, it was we were more affected, like we, you know, like we were more insecure um, and that made us, 
more affected by the energies of the place? Or do you think that would be also something if we came into the city and spent time there without having any of the programs, any of the you know past experiences from the place? Uh, do you think we would have noticed it too? Or do you think it's, you know, you know our past experiences who is who are kind of framing how we feel about the, you know, the place? Yeah, um, I think both. I mean, we're still like programmed this way, but if, if we wouldn't, we're still these like energetical beings. And the more you are doing the work, the more sensitive you are to the energies and people who were there yesterday, I could really feel that it was a lot of anxiety, you know, people comparing themselves to others. So, and often, often wise in the past, I absorbed this energy and thought it was mine. Like, oh, I'm mm. so insecure. Oh, I'm so, mm, you know. Uh, but now they're looking I, at me. Yeah, they're looking at me, they are judging me, but now I can really sense the energy, but I know that it's not mine. So I can separate the energy. So I, I'm still I still very much aware of it, but I know that it's not mine. So I, I'm more in the observer than actual being like a victim thinking that this is my energy. I feel so insecure, I feel so judged, I feel so mm. Mm. So that's that's something that we are both practicing a lot. Yeah. And can you for feel sure. this? Because you yeah, have yeah, been yeah. in Ubud and we talked about Ubud yesterday because one of our friends have also been there and she talked about that Ubud has a, re- a really dense energy because a lot of people are going there for healing, for recovering. So it's the energy is very special. Yeah. Now I'm not and now I'm in Lombok which is an island outside of Bali so it's an island with an equal size as Bali which is like not as known uh, and it's very much more low-key this is also a Muslim island compared to Bali which is more Hindu Uh, and it's interesting to feel the energies of the different places because we've been around so we've now been traveling for five weeks and we've been to I think five different places different islands different spots Uh, and it's so different every time where we go uh, but here it's very different from Bali so uh, just by arriving I was sensing so much and I was like wow we are so sensitive humans like it's so cool to be able to notice the energy shifts this place is more masculine it's much poorer uh, they have less like the uh, economy is, is struggling and you can really feel it like people are more like it's something in their eyes it's like they are more in desperation more um, in fear and yeah more in fear and it's really affecting like the people although they are super nice and it's very it's an amazing place i really recommend people to go to lombok uh, but it's different bali they are so relaxed they're very heart centered they are like deeply deeply rooted in their heart and i think from you know from being born into like a hindu culture where um, uh, gratefulness is their religion like gratefulness and um, praying to all these gods of abundance love Um, it's so it's a very very abundant energy and it's a lot of trust like that's something that I am so drawn to the like the trust part because that's that's something I really want to incorporate in my life more and more and I can feel like they are in deep trust in the in life and like reincarnation while here it's different i don't really know what it is but it's just different um 
so I'm like many of my like friends and people I'm hearing they're like oh I want to move here because it's cheaper it's more low-key it's more chill but it's still very 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 beautiful and amazing surf but I'm like no it's I like I I'm not really resonating with the energy uh, actually so I like it I love the surf but it's Mm, something about it that is not really filling me up um so i think you know everyone has different places where they are uh, more i mean connected to and drawn to because they are there to uh, learn something um and i really want to adapt more of the trust and the heart centeredness and the softness of bali mm. and that's so interesting how you can um, i think we talked about this in Or previous episode, how you can really take the gift of one place and really incorporate in your system. Mm. It's also yeah, interesting it's so what different people and uh, different places are showing you. So now, when you're in Lombok, and you can really feel a difference between that place and the other place you went to in Bali, and also mm. see how how you what kind of uh, energy you want to incorporate in your life in your system. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's just another way of getting to know yourself and getting to know like what's your intention right now for your life. And right now it's so much about uh, being in trust and have a very soft and open heart. And I actually mm. just posted a, a post on Instagram on our Instagram Holy Crap Official uh, about mm, the fact that life is right now teaching me about emotional intimacy um, because I'm noticing like how growth comes in themes for me. And I think it's, this is for, this is generally for everyone. Um, sometimes it's more. And right now it's very much about the theme of um, vulnerability, sharing my emotions um, and be open with my sh most shameful, darkest secrets to the people I love. And my fear of getting rejected is very evident when it comes to like showing my real, real, real deep emotions. And I'm getting so many opportunities to practice this right now with friends, with lovers, with uh, my coaching clients who almost all of them have the same pattern, which is about emotionally, emotional intimacy. Uh, so it's just interesting. Like it's, speaking of you know like what are you, you what, what you're here to learn uh, and i'm seeing this very evidently in my life right now uh, mm. so that's actually something that we wanted to speak about today so our intention for this um um for today's our intention for today's episode was to talk a bit about our philosophy and our view on um modern spirituality and how we view life basically like our uh, different outlook on mm. life uh from a spiritual perspective yeah um and this is so interesting because um was believe that everything is happening collectively collective in the world uh we're just Mm, seeing things from different views or we are getting um, the same learnings through different um, experiences and one of my intentions for this year was also to open up my heart to be more vulnerable uh, that was like a huge one for me and I have seen like I talked 
in the beginning in this podcast uh, that as soon as I set that intention, I have met um, situations where I have practiced to be myself because I was also an intention in this intention to be myself 100% in every situation. So I have met situations because we were in a program uh, on one of the biggest news channels here in Sweden where they did an investigation of uh, of spirituality. And we were in this documentary and this made me meet situations where I just had to be me and just stand for my beliefs. And that was so clear with like close family members. Um, but it also goes the other way that I'm, I'm, I am giving like situations, opportunities, friends where I actually can be myself 100%. And that's, so you also, you get all, as you say, all opportunities, all different situations that will help you with this intention, good, good and bad or hard or easy situations. And it was so, so nice to hear you say uh, about the story yesterday when I met like these friends because I was really thinking and was so grateful during the the evening yesterday and because these are really people that I can be myself 100% with it's like the good and the bad and I can just be so transparent with who I am and that's such a huge relief for me because I can really just relax into my myself into my body into my mm. nervous system and I know that I'm safe and when you're feeling safe you're also feeling brave enough to open up your heart because you know yeah. you are in a safe container and now it's easy or easier for me to just open my heart and be very vulnerable with my feelings so it's mm. interesting that both of us is going through the same thing about like opening up and me and my husband also have our journey with our therapists and it's the same way there uh, since we started the, the therapy sessions we have had the deepest conversations we had in 11 years because we've been together 11 soon 12 years and I am practicing to be so vulnerable right now and to just open up about my feelings how I feel um and I mean it, I feel like I want to close my heart. I get like a physical pain in my heart area. And that's also so interesting. Um, and I mean, what you just described and what I'm describing now is actually our way of practicing modern spirituality in our day-to-day -day life. And people think yes. of spirituality sometimes like, oh, you have your cards, you have your crystals, but spirituality for us is really this the self-development, the growth, the expansion, and to view every situation as an opportunity for us to grow. For sure. So back in the days when we started our Swedish podcast, this was four years ago, it was a lot about the, the different tools. So we went to different healers, psychics, um, experts. Uh, we went toward the Oracle cards, the crystals. We had all the different things. And it was a lot about, you know, learning about the spiritual world. And also we weren't sensitive enough to ourselves really tune in um, to our intuition, to feel and to be in tuned with the universe the way we are today so we we needed to start you know on the journey from that perspective it, it was kind of heady 
mm. how we learned about spirituality. But it was very needed. And I think it's a lot of, you know, it's a journey many, many people take. Um, yeah, but again, to, to, today it's so much less. I mean, it's almost nothing about the different tools. So I am not listening. I'm barely listening to any podcasts anymore. It's like one a month, maybe like one episode a month. Uh, I'm not, uh, I'm using, I have actually been using my card deck like a couple of times now on the trip because I've really needed some advice because I am not trust, I haven't been able to trust my heart because it's, I've been so triggered. <laughs> um, so I, I, I am definitely using, you know, tools when I have to, or when I feel like it's, I can't really and trust myself but what I was trying to say is that it's so much more about now uh, learning through life mm. really seeing life as the playground of growth as you said yeah and I mean life is like, the mystery school I mean life is the school yes mm. and seeing that every person that you've attracted into your life even if it's someone you meet on the street who screams at you or if you you know your family members your friends even like the all the all the different aspects of life that are triggering you making you happy in any way triggering your emotions they are there to teach you something they're just and a reflection we, of your like inner self what is happening in mm. your inner world the outer world is just reflecting everything that is yeah. happening inside and this has yeah. been so profound for us to understand this because it, it has opened up a new dimension for us. Completely. And I think that really happened. So we've always known about the law of attraction and we've been very into that for many years. But I think both of us, it really like make, became embodied in us like the past two years. Mm. I don't know about you, but this is for me at least like understanding that we are consciousness and we just project our world based on our subconscious beliefs about life and ourselves mm. and you know it's so magic like thinking in this way makes my life so freaking exciting because I know like I'm never a victim life is always happening for me for my growth for me to be able to um, hold more love in my body and for me to you know come back to a more aligned and strong uh, authentic version of myself um, and knowing that knowing you know all the challenges you have in life all the time just knowing that they are for you it's just you know it just puts you in a in a place of gratitude um, yeah and, and, and it's really like as you said like you leave the the victimhood and you are starting to take responsible for every action in your life because you are completely responsible for everything that is happening in your life. And that is, I mean, scary as hell, but it's also very like empowering to see that you are able to create whatever you want mm -hmm. because we all have dreams, we all have longings. So to create whatever you want is going to still be in your container because we all have dreams and that dream is there for a reason because it is in your path if you want to so that's also yeah yeah knowing that you are god in human flesh is just i mean how powerful is that that just makes me like just talking about it now makes me like 
my cells are vibrating in a way. Uh, but it's hard. I mean, when you're in a triggered situations, when challenging uh, situations happens, when, you know, you have so many heartbreaks in life uh, and really, really painful situations, everyone, like no one is, is going to be freed from uh, these issues. No, that's also good because you, that you're mentioning this because people, I believe that people can have questions like, but how do I know my subconscious thoughts? How do I know? Because we are creating from our subconscious. Uh, so how do I know what I'm thinking or what my sub- subconscious thoughts are? And one way of figuring this out is through triggers to see what is my wounds? what What is my traumas? What is triggering me? Because this is programmings that you have been carrying for almost your whole life. And that these programmings are going to affect your day-to-day life. Mm. So this is something that we are using as one of our like best tools to see what what is triggering me. What am I triggered in this situation, in this relationship, in this situation? Because there are really clues for you to see what's in me that wants to heal right now that is like blocking me from from achieve um or stepping to my highest path mm. what are your what is your latest trigger um yeah my latest trigger um i think it was with my husband last week we talked about this in therapy yesterday um because we have completely different love, love language and he is very much of services and mine is more like physical touch and time together and like quality time spending together. Um, so he was like last week giving me so many opportunities for me to, um, to I, I'm, I'm going out with August, you can be home and resting. But when he said you can be home and rest, I was thinking like my my wound is very much about always like produce, always be doing something. Um, so when he said you can be home at rest, I think that I thought that he meant I'm going out with August, but for that I want you to do something else for me. So I was thinking he wants me to clean up, he wants me to do the dishes, he wants me to blah blah blah. So I couldn't rest when he was out with August. So when he got home, I was even more exhausted because I really needed the rest. But instead, I have been like running around, fixing things, thinking that he was mad at me because I know that he's tired and now he's out. And if I'm just laying here, he's not going to give me love, you know. Um, so that is something that we really are exploring right now because we have completely different wounds he has a wound of like not being seen and i have one of my is that i think for me to feel that i'm loved i have to perform or do things because i'm i i have thought that for me to get love i need to like do things i need to perform i need to achieve um and he just wants to be seen for things that he is doing because he thinks that that's his way to love, like for being seen for his uh, tasks. Um, but when he's doing tasks for me, I don't want to highlight them because I think if I highlight them, he's going to see that I 
I have not been do. I have just been laying here resting, and that we would be so obvious if I were telling him like, "Oh, you're so good for your being out with August for one hour, or you've been cleaning." For me, it has. It's like I'm saying I have just been lying here lazy in the sofa while you have been doing your work. Uh, so it's like I want to like. Oh, I I don't want to like highlight that because that's giving me so, so much anxiety. Uh, this has been like an enormous trigger for both of us because he's just like, I'm showing you so much love, but you're not showing it back. And I was just like, you're not showing me love. You're just putting so much pressure on me. <laughs> so it's so interesting. It's so interesting because even if you say it's your love languages, it's mm. also your wounding. So you have opposite wounding, and which is amazing because in relationships, we always attract the people who's going to help us heal. And you're not going to give him what he wants and he's not going to give you what you want, which is forcing you to grow because you're not getting what you want. You're like, what the fuck? I'm not getting this. Can you please just give me? And then you need to give the love to yourself. Mm, that's so interesting because in our therapy session yesterday, I haven't thought about this that way. But but one of our therapists said exactly like that to Marcus. Like, can you see like um, um, subconsciously, Amanda knows that this is one of your wo- wounds. Like you want to be appreciated for what you are doing. So Amanda is not giving that to you because you have to realize that you don't have to do things to be seen. You can just be you. So she she will never yeah. give you like, oh, you're so good for cleaning up the kitchen. You're so good for taking out the trash because um, subconsciously her soul knows that this is one of your wounds and you have to really work that through to give you. Uh, he has to give that love to himself and have to appreciate himself first instead of seeking external validation for everything he does because he's seeking it everywhere and he's not give uh, he's not receiving it yeah yeah so it's so interesting i remember because you and i have the exact same pattern mm. our soul contract is the exact same so i i had programs of if I'm doing things, she's going to love me more in our company. And you have, you know, you were, you were feeling like um, you weren't enough. So I'm just, it's so funny because I've recognized, because me and your husband is kind of, you know, we're kind of similar. We have a lot of similar traits. Uh, And uh, you have attracted us both, obviously. And we have attracted you uh, in a perfect soup uh, to grow. And, I'm just reckon, I'm just realizing now because I know when I was in coaching, I was talking to my coach about our dynamics, you and I, and I was like, what the fuck? What am I supposed to learn here? Like, ah. And what I realized, which which made me hysterically cry, I remember, was when they said, She loves you for for you, for being you. She doesn't love you for mm. what you do. Uh the exact same thing that she's because the coaches actually the coaches I had to she said the same thing to your husband and I remember it was such a warm because going from like I was triggered by the fact that I didn't get the validation um, validation from you but then the way they reframed it for me to understand that you see me for who I am and not for my actions I was just filled with so much love like oh my god this is what I'm longing for, obviously, to be loved, you know, by just being me and not with 
by the fact that I've been answering mm. 50 emails. Um, and yeah, it's so healing. Like it's so amazing how we attract our like... Yeah, it's so beautiful. And they also like said to Marcus, um, and I, I think it's similar for you then, uh, because when you want validation, it's not only from your heart, it's your wound, your ego that wants the validation. So so they say that maybe when Marcus wants to do things for me, it's not only pure love because he's doing it from, from a wounding. So the energy no. I'm feeling, it's not pure love. It's also like a desperation need for him to be validated. So when he says like it's an action of love, it's not only an action of love because he wants validation. It's his strategy strategy for surviving. So it's it's conditioned. It's, conditioned. So it's not pure love, and that's what my subconsciously no. also pick up. Like he says that it yeah, yeah he says like are. this is love, but I'm not feeling the love because I'm, I th- because it's also like of course it's a part of him. His conscious mind is doing it of love that his subconscious mind is doing it for whole other reasons so it's it's really like mixed message i also think that this is why you can't relax because you know it's not really coming from a pure source it's actually coming from the wound and if you know it's not pure no you can't trust it exactly uh so that's why it's triggering you too like if you knew if you knew it was completely unconditional it's not gonna force you to Mm. give him anything back it's just love pouring out of his body then you would have just gone to the sofa and you know relaxed but now you know it's conditioned so he wants something back so Mm. what he wants is love but you think that he wants Mm. services back exactly so it's Mm. so i'm picking up like this almost like fear-based energy that makes my system like go into alarm but my conscious mind doesn't yeah. understand anything because he's just trying to be nice to me uh but my yeah so mm, it's i mean oh i love this <laughs> it's uh it's so yeah fun. it's so fun it's like a game it's like a yeah. vid, you know it's like a video game like it's like we're part of a video game and then we can earn more points by being more in our hearts <laughs> And I mean, the blessing and the gift of being in the heart, being in your, like, the energy of, like, pure consciousness. I mean, that's so rewarding. Mm. I mean, when you, because you you can be there for, like, briefly moments. And I mean, you never want to leave. (laughs) So, yeah. Mm. That's why it's so amazing to be in retreats, for example. Like, when you are in that bubble of... unconditional love because that's just created in those um places at least on our retreats and you know you just, just want to stay there because you know like oh i'm not triggered here this is just comfortable like oh so sweet yeah but you know when you are there um i mean it's so amazing it's very warm lovingly but there i mean the expansion lies in the hard things i mean i used to say that Everything that is scaring you the most right now is where the biggest growth and expansion lies. So what are you most afraid of right now? It can be a talk with your parents, uh, quitting your job, having that conversation with your friends or, you know, something that is like scaring the shit out of you. And there you also have 
the biggest expansion for you right now where the fear is lying. So I was thinking now, what is my biggest fear right now? Maybe I should just put it out there. Yeah, I mean, because I wanted to ask you what what was your most recent like triggered moments? So that and where is your fear lying right now? It's been a dating experience when I've been in Bali. Um, I don't want to share too much about it because it's kind of private still. Um Uh, and also very present still Uh, but it's been triggering to be in trust for me when I'm dating someone I think it's very uncomfortable to be in the state of unknown territory what's gonna happen what's not gonna happen to not be in control and I think like being in control has been something I've been very good at throughout my life and just the past two, maybe three years, I've been learning to let go of control and learning to be in trust. And that's why I'm keep, you're going to hear me talk about trust like in every damn episode because it's my big, big thing that I'm going through. And I'm getting another moment, opportunity to be in trust in this case, which is what you always need to be when you're dating. And I haven't been dating much for the past, I've been single for almost three years. And I haven't really been dating much because I haven't been able to be in that trust state because I've been, you know, I was very heart heartbroken from my previous relationship and I haven't been, you know, I've been needing to heal. But now I feel like I'm ready again to really dive into dating experiences and immerse myself in the scary, scary unknown territory. Uh, so that has been a trigger for me, like how much can I stand in my power and my love for myself and just endure this time of not knowing because you can never like expect anyone to tell you or give you any promises when it comes to dating in the beginning um and I you know a part of me like my inner child really wants to have the confirmation and really wants to have everything lined up this is how it's going to be either I know it's going to be you know something more for the future or I don't like I just want to have the answer like <laughs> it's I need to know I know I love it where when are when are I we going when are we going to be engaged <laughs> where are we going to live <laughs> what are we going to children <laughs> yeah and I don't like I that was that that used to be me like I really wanted to like have like almost like an engagement <laughs> from the second we meet <laughs> I'm a bit more chill now like I need to know like just some you know like some promises about like when are we gonna meet the next time and some things you can surely expect from someone you're dating but like I want to really learn to let go of uh, expectations and I know that's a big part of also something that I need to learn when it comes to love and dating Uh, and I'm ready for the expansion but it's shit scaring me and um so that has been very much a journey the past weeks (laughs) Mm. and i mean this is from your previous experiences when it comes to love what you have been conditioned in so i mean it's so scary to break these programmings Mm. because you are also going out on bar ground you don't know anything. It's like an animal walking out, like on the, you know, on the in the desert, like completely open. Like okay, every 
animal can come and get me here because I'm totally like in an open field all by myself and I'm so vulnerable. Yeah. So can you keep like going through this desert like without the hiding places and just exactly like keep going? without mm. going into my old behaviors. So since I haven't been dating much at all, uh it's interesting now date from this consciousness level which is kind of different from my previous relationship um where i obviously had a much more layers of fear mm. and i was attracting a different guy now i'm attracting different people like it's so different uh but i'm still like i'm still um, part of me still thinks that i'm there in 2021 like i'm the same person so i'm so afraid of acting as my new persona as my real mm. persona it's it's just a conflict of or actually it's a it's you know i need to learn how to date as myself yeah and today. i mean this is also um physical reactions in that is happening in the body when it comes to traumas because when you are in a situation with this uh, new guy uh, that you are dating when he is saying or doing something that reminds you of your previous relationships that hurted you so much and you are subconsciously going to think about your previous heartbreak when he says something or do something that reminds you of that and your body is actually going physically into that trauma again. So your body thinks that you are in that trauma in that situation again so you are like traveling back in time yeah. and your body think that that what the thing that happened to you three years ago is happening right now and you are starting to act as if that is happening again or as if you are in that situation yeah it's so and interesting. And I realize it's now so interesting. when you talk about it, like maybe I should actually do a session maybe with you where mm. I go back to my trauma from uh, that relationship, especially when we broke up. It was very like I really, really just turned my feelings off and just closed my mm. heart for a long time yeah, because it was so scary. I was so afraid. Mm. I felt so lonely and it was a lot of things happening around it like you had a kid I uh, was uh, retracting from a lot of the old friendships and I did you know it was a lot of mm. stuff happening around which was also making me feel like I was very lonely and I think I should probably do like a session of going back to this situation and really like hold myself in this situation and and do like an yeah, inner really child, so. like an inner child reprogramming, which I do mm. with my clients. And I'm just like, why haven't I done this with me? Because even if I, it was just three years ago, it's still a younger version mm. of me who was very scared. And for all of you who listening, listening, I, I recently started to doing a lot of like somatic or the somatic energy healing or somatic work has really been. And it's an um, area of, that is very, I feel so drawn to, um, to experience. And this is a part of it. And when you talked about this experience and when you were really, really triggered, I know that we talked about that this was a blessing for you because you really 
you were actually shown that this trauma, that this past wound is very much alive in your system, in your body. Because when something is triggering you, you're going back to that trauma and your body is going to respond and you you're yeah, you you your body think that you are in such a high danger. Yeah. So I think that it will be really good for you to go back and really go over this situation again, like in everything that that happens, like Mm. really talk about it, go into the whole scenario and to really feel it. And you, you are going to experience it again. But now this time you are going to tell your body, tell your soul, tell your mind that you are safe now. Yeah. And talk about what happened and that this is in the past, you are in a completely new you are completely new you in a completely new situation and this is no longer serving you because mm. this is in the past and yeah. you must tell your system your body that you are now safe yeah and th- you can do ex- so when you are going through this trauma again you have to also show your body that you are not in the past you are in the present by reminding your body with different like movements or touch that you are here in the present moment and you are completely safe. Mm. Mm. I think that could be so good. I'm just loving the fact that this comes up now because I've set an intention to really expand within the area of deep intimate relationships and it's showing up again. I was talking about it in the beginning of the episode like it's showing Mm. up in friendships and it's in coaching uh, conversations and also now in some dating experiences and like I'm just so excited even though it's really scary and triggering I'm so excited it's happening Mm -hmm. now because I've been really longing for this uh, and I've been ready the past months uh, because I have Mm. I'm feeling like so much in my life is like I'm so happy about so much in my life that I feel like you know I have a safe ground to stand on when I'm doing this really deep emotional work and this is part of my like a biggest core wound to express and be myself and not be rejected and left because of being myself and because I didn't have that security and emotional security when I was growing up because one of my parents was very emotionally unavailable so I was rejected when I was showing emotions or when I was being myself in that way and I've been working with that wound for a very long time in different ways but it's like it's coming up now again and it's really good really really good Mm. yeah as we said like in the beginning it it really comes in as a service for you yeah so even if the dating experience didn't go as you were hoping for, it still comes in as a huge service for you to bring up everything that is hidden, everything that you thought you were over or you were healed from is just going to show you here is an enormous expansion for you. You, yeah. you really have an opportunity to, to heal this wound. And I'm actually seeing life less in as in things that you attract, like inside, like in, oh, I want this relationship. It's more like the opportunity, like the opportunities to expand, even though this was a painful and beautiful experience. It's the expansion that I'm excited about, like 
this is going to give me an opportunity to be more in love with myself. And even if it's like, maybe it's going to make me attract a, a beautiful partner, it's probably, it probably will. But it's all of the pain that I'm feeling now and the challenges that I'm feeling, like it's going to make me fall more in love with myself. And that's, that's the only thing that is important, honestly. Mm, yeah, that's the biggest gift. It is. Yeah. So beautiful. So this is how we <laughs> now maybe this was not very like a straight line in the episode, but it's no, this is kind this of is how like we, a normal conversation between us when we talk in phones or when we meet. This yeah. is how we this is how we are living our lives and we can really see yeah. how it's for our highest good. We can see like in the physical world uh, how we have manifested so much great things in our lives how we left our nine to five jobs we are having our dream company we have so much blessings in our lives even though we are going through hard times um yeah everything so we're still we can still see how this conscious way of living is giving us so so much abundance in our lives and that is that makes us so grateful for this work, even though it can be so, so, so hard sometimes. But I mean, um, the rewards are worth it yeah. every day. And to be able to inspire others to also think this way and to approach life this way is the only thing I'm really excited to do in life. Like, that's my big mission, our big mission with the company of can we inspire others to see life as an opportunity instead mm. of something to, to give you... every listeners like the keys that can unlock so much potential in their lives yeah and such an like the the feeling i have in my body today compared to what i had 5 years ago it was just 5 years ago like 4 no mm. 5 2019 when I had my big crash um like I had anxiety in my whole body from the day I woke up or from from the moment I woke up until I went to bed it was just something you know like luring in within me and yeah, the anxiety today, was so present oh my god it was and today I, I remember like, I remember mm. I thought that I'm not able to feel like happy feelings yeah I felt like for a while I I'm not me as a person, I, I, I'm not able to be happy. I can only feel like the bad feelings. I can't even smile. So I felt, I know I felt this like six, seven, five years ago. So crazy. I just took a photo of us. <laughs> Me, uh, my morning. <laughs> the morning glory. Morning face. Uh, but yeah, so that's why we are doing what we're doing and we are seeing a world where more people are really getting this and are improving their lives and it's going to be a ripple effect it's going to be a ripple effect on how we approach everything also how we take care of nature our children animals so mm. This is so motivating to spread this knowledge that we have gained over the past five years. Uh, and I hope we could do it by telling our story. That's that's mm. the only way I can see how we can do it. 
Yeah, because going through all these layers that we are like cracking, trying to open like every day, um, this is leading us to have a very like open heart. And a lot of people, as had we four years ago, uh, had a lot of people are walking around with closed hearts. Yeah. And when we are opening our hearts, we are also opening up the empathy for people around us, for, as you said, the animals, the trees, the nature. Mm. It's when we are closing our hearts that our empathy goes away for for our the lives here on Earth. So, yeah. I mean, on, only for that reason, it's so worth, of, worth it by doing this job because Everyone that is listening, that is doing the job, you will inspire just by being you, by being in your energy, you will inspire and help other people to open up their hearts as well. So it's, we are just like creating a ripple effect with this. Mm. And this ripple effect may in the future help heal the world. For sure. Uh, and it's been beautiful, I think, to see for the past four years what has happened in our Swedish community. We have a community with thousands of women, mostly women, some men, uh, who have done the work together with us, who've grown together mm -hmm. with us. And uh, today they see the world in the same way and seeing how they're spreading their light and how they're helping people and uh, how much their lives are different and how their you know how their relationships are amazing like how their inner wo world uh, is so different yeah that's been very fun mm, that's the best part of doing this job and be able to reach out to uh, everyone that is listening mm. by just like sharing our stories yeah by just like sharing who we are how we're thinking and to just be very like vulnerable and true with who we are and what we are thinking because we believe that that is also how you heal and help people around you by just being very like open honest and transparent with your feelings and emotions and thoughts because we are basically just one energy that is just operating in different flesh bodies yeah for sure for sure. Mm. All right. So this was kind of an introduction to a bit of what we believe in or how we approach our lives, our everyday lives. Um, I actually want to ask you because I know today is a big day for you. It, when we record this, it's a couple of days before the episode is airing. And today you are going to have a bidding on a house that you have been waiting for for uh, seven months now. Yeah. No. Oh my God. I was just thinking like, phew, we didn't talk about the house. <laughs> and then you asked this. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, in our Swedish podcast, I talked about a house that came to us in May. So me and my family are in um, transit of finding our new home, a home that will really hold our energy to to help us grow and to really create um help us create um, how we want to live in this life our dream life i mean the house in the house 
lays, I mean, 30, 40 minutes outside of Stockholm in the nature, uh, by the sea. And it's a lot of like old oaks around the house. And it's really like a magical place in so many ways. But it has been such a trip with this house. Um, it has been on the market for seven months um, but not in the market like off the market because the people who are selling the house can't agree on if they're going to sell or not but they have to because they have separated but the husband wants to keep the house but he, he has not afford to keep it so he just don't want to sell it but he he's he can't afford to to still have it so he's Yes, he have uh, has. He's a, clinging on to it. He's clinging on. He has a very hard time of letting it go. So it has gone up to court, and now it's a lawyer who is um, selling the house against his will. Um, so it's it has been a process, and it's so interesting because today or tomorrow, Pluto is going to Aquarius. And when this wow. house came in May, that was the first time I think Pluto entered Aquarius and then it went out from Aquarius again. So, oh my God, it's so, that's so I, true. No, it's happening mm, tomorrow so on the 20th. It's happening tomorrow. Yeah. And this is, it has been a hell of a ride and we are hoping so much on this house. So, mm. but I, I, but one of the the learnings for me with this house is that this house has everything that we ever wanted, yeah, uh, and so much more. But it it has really been a process for me to practice um, the attachment or non attachment because what came to me so so clear this month was the more you are holding on to things, the more fear you are carrying in your system or around that situation. Because it's when we let go of things and just trust the process, that's when things are going to align with your frequency. Yeah. So for me, it has been uh, six months, seven months of just letting go of this house. I can um, imagine envision myself and my family living a wonderful wonderful life there uh, my Taurus energy can just like flourish in the nature having my own herbal garden and everything but I can also see how this house has come to learn to to show me this and to really expand expand me and my husband in this way of thinking and this like non-attachment viewing of life uh, so it's right now I feel it's 50-50 if we are going to get it or not there has been a lot of people watching uh, viewing um, the house because they, they put it on the market again so it has been a lot of people like visiting the house so it's going to be uh, a long bidding process process I think but I talked with uh, my witches yesterday Mark is just like do you mean your bitches I was just like <laughs> no witches <laughs> so I'm going to do like some ceremonies before going on the bidding I'm going to wear um, cinnamon in my uh, pocket, you know, stänga, vad heter det? 
cinnamon sticks. <laughs> I'm going to wear golden clothes. I'm going to write a contract on the house before we're going to the bidding, like signing the contract of the house. You know, just going to test all of these things. Uh, to just see like if you can spread some witch magic over it as well um, and just going there with just an open heart like with no fears and just like I can envision myself in the house but I'm not afraid of losing it mm. Mm, so we'll see the perfect spot to be in for this bit <sighs> I don't think I, no. I, I love 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 the rituals you're gonna do uh, I just think you already know that you're gonna get it mm. uh it's let's see let's not i mean we have no idea no but either 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 it's this house or it's something better which is like crazy what what is it, what's gonna be better than this house because it's the most <laughs> magical house we've ever seen yeah and i'm i'm gonna be so happy if you move in there because it means that i'm gonna be able to <laughs> hang out in this incredible yes. place but if, if it's not this, it's no. something better. Oh my God, maybe it's Portugal. Maybe we're going to move abroad. Exactly. So you know, like the world has so many, we have so many possibilities. I know. To always think that it's this or something better. That's going to solve a lot of problems for you. A lot of like headaches, a lot of like mm, victim thoughts. Because yeah, it's always like this or better. It has been throughout your whole life. So mm. why wouldn't it be in this situation? Exactly. And as you said, maybe it's Portugal. Maybe it's somewhere else. Maybe, maybe it's Bali. But but we see. Mm, I mean, in a few hours, we know. <laughs> oh, my God. So when this airs, go into our Instagram. Check out. Maybe Amanda, Amanda is obviously going to post something. So check out all the channels to see what happened. Uh, but my gut feeling is saying that you're going to get it. Yeah, we'll see. We, we'll see. You know, it's interesting because we have more flow when we're recording the English episodes in Swedish. Like, it's like, it's just like, it feels like I could talk for hours on this channel. I and I do like to talk in Swedish too, but it's just like, it's, this is so much fun. Like, yeah. I'm thriving. It's, it's another energy. And I mean, you're in Bali, so you have obviously practiced more of your English. I feel some... Like I have so much to say, but it's some sometimes it's hard to get it out like in physical f or like in vocal forms. Uh, but it's getting better, and I I believe that the energy is helping us so much. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. All right, thank you everyone for listening. We would love to hear from you. So if you liked the episode, please go into Holy Crap Official and write us a DM. It's just us answering all the DMs and we're reading everything. And we would love to know who you are. If you're listening from Sweden, if you're one of our uh, OGs, or if you are coming in from another place, uh, just uh, let us know what you think about the podcast. And please, if you want to give us a review, that would be so helpful. A rate and review on iTunes to make the show, show uh, pop up. Because I don't even know if it's showing in the search right now. It's so new mm. and we need your help. Yes, that would be make us so, so happy. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to our podcast, to our, in, uh, to our energy. See you on Instagram. Yes. Talk soon. Yay. Bye.